dogs can easily fall into habits. And whether that's a good habit or bad habit, these things happen. So on today's episode, we're going to be talking about habits and dogs. And at the very end, I'm going to give you a tip that I think is going to make a giant difference when it comes to training your dog and the habits that have been formed. Let's go ahead and talk about that next. All right. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Learn Laugh Bark podcast. I am your host, Jake from OnDogTrainingAcademy.com. We are an online dog training uh, business. We offer webinars, courses, one-on-one virtual lessons. So definitely check us out on OnDogTrainingAcademy.com and uh, see what we have and see if you're interested and, and definitely come and, and you know talk to us. So if you're watching on YouTube, hello. Please subscribe to our channel, like this video, and man, leave a comment. Like, I'd love to hear from people uh, that are that are listening to this, and you know, get some insight on what other things you would like for me to talk about. Now, I usually develop what I'm talking about based off of um, in, uh, just interactions I have with my own clients. Like, when we're interacting with clients, we kind of notice tendencies or things that pop up and so we go hey this would be a really good podcast um of course if you are listening to us and you aren't watching us on youtube thank you guys for listening and you can definitely if you want to leave a comment i don't know if your podcast platform allows you to leave comments but if it doesn't you can jump on over to our facebook page that's the learn laugh bark podcast there you can go ahead go ahead we started a thread already that uh, is asking you know what would you guys like us to talk about so check that out leave your input there i am checking it and then you know we've done episodes already that that listeners have requested and i want to keep doing that i want to talk about what you guys want me to talk about so and if i don't hear from you well i'm just going to keep putting this content out and i'm just going to come up with my own ideas and hopefully it all works out that was another dog that was a dog that was here if you heard that big cough thing I should I should preface by saying that the uh, my my podcast room my office is also our dog room kennel area so uh, I am hanging out with a handful of dogs here and so that was just an odd chewing on a bone and got a little weird piece in his throat cough there by uh, by scooter so sorry about that anyways let's go ahead and dive into this week's uh, episode I want to talk about habits now not just bad habits because bad habits you know people know i think what what bad habits are but also good habits and like i mentioned i teased a little bit at the beginning i'm going to give you guys a tip at the very end that i think is going to help you out a lot with with just your overall training or your dog's overall um mindset i should say uh so so definitely stick around to the end of that now when you go in and you read the definition of a habit even though I'm sure a lot of people know it, I'm going to read it for you. It's it's a, and I'm going to read it verbatim here from uh, from the Google D- the dictionary here. Uh, a habit is a settled or regular tendency or practice, especially one that is hard to give up. So you could say, okay, well, there's smoking. If you're looking at people, smoking, drinking. Um, I mean, ugh, you could go to so many different. I mean, eating, whatever sweet foods, fatty foods, I don't know, whatever. There's a lot of different habits out there you probably can think of. Um, But also there's, there's good habits. People get in the habit of 
exercising. Exercise, exercising can be very addicting, and people get into that habit, and it's a very healthy thing. Um, drinking water, I don't know. You can think of a lot of, uh, of different ones probably on your own. But what I want to talk about when it comes to dogs are these habits. We'll start with the with the bad habits. So you get habits that are really hard to give up. So you think of some for maybe your own dog. It could be jumping. Jumping is a hard habit for dogs to break. Biting. It's a natural thing for dogs to do and it becomes very habitual to them because it was it's a communication um, means for them. Also, you're looking at barking. Again, it's a communication means for them for communicating to us or the dogs or whatever. Uh, and then you have you know certain not so ple- not, not so good things like keep away. Keep away becomes a habit because it's what happens over and over and over. Um, you know, like I said, it's a settled or regular tendency or practice, especially one that is hard to give up. Well, if your dog really enjoys something, if something's fun to that dog and pleasurable, they're going to continue to do it, even if you like it or not, and it rolls into a habit. So, like, like I said, jumping's a huge one. You know, the dog, as much as they try not to, you'll see your dog, and, and I get this when I'm training some dogs to not jump on us, you'll see the dog fighting that urge, fighting that urge, fighting that urge, and they're just like, screw it, I can't help it, and they jump up on you. They just tried, but it's just so ingrained into them that they just have to give into it, you know, and these are habits that are obviously hard to break. Now, I'm not going to go full depth into how to break habits because this would take hours and hours to go over all of the different situations because they're all a little bit different. So I do recommend, you know, contacting a trainer, contacting us. Hey, do a one-on-one virtual with us and we'll definitely talk about habits and how to break certain ones. Um, But the best advice I can give to you is learn how to manage or correct or to, to stop the behavior. You know, what can you do to flip this habit around, you know, and, 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 and I'll kind of give you some advice here at the end, but you want to think about management first. Management's always important. Like if you don't want, so smoking, smoking is a very bad habit, right? Well, I think to start with, you have to be able to manage. You kind of have to, to maybe not put yourself around those situations. Don't put yourself around people who smoke or don't put yourself around cigarettes in general. You know, and that same thing can be said about dogs. So if your dog is super excited when you get home and they're, they're jump up and greet you when you're at your door, well, the first solution, in my opinion, would be don't allow your dog to be at the door. So you kind of see what I'm saying. Like you're, you're working on management situations, and then you can say, okay, now I'm going to train my dog not to jump on me separately from the situation that stimulates them enough to do it. So hopefully that makes sense. And the same thing could be said with biting. The same thing could be said with barking. The same thing to a degree with, with even keep away. You can kind of uh, uh, dissect, you know, why is my dog playing keep away and what situations and how do I manage this? Well, it might be putting a line on your dog for a little bit and having them drag that around. That might be something that would be helpful for them so that you can intervene before it becomes that game. So anyways, so bad habits, that's definitely something that does happen. Now let's talk about some good habits with dogs. So the good habit, there's there's a lot of them. Um, the first one would be something simple. The dogs learn from an early age, and that is sit. Think about how often your dog, for anything, sits, right? So you go to get their food ready. You grab a treat. You do all these different things. Your dog sits, right? That is a habit that has been formed. That's a good habit. That's an appropriate habit, you know? You could easily slide, like if you have a treat in your hand and the dog sits, great habit, but you could easily slide into the bad habit if you grab a treat and your dog jumps on you, right? Now your dog is, is saying, well, when you have food, I want to give it to me. And so you're, you kind of have those bad habits. Um, 
telling when you tell you know when when you let your dog in or like for, with our dog with with our own dog um when i say hey bud we should go to bed he knows that's a cue to go right to his kennel he also knows there's certain points of the day or certain things that i do that trigger different results it's a habit so like when when i go to feed him he has to go to a, a mat on his bed or a mat in the kitchen i should say so when i go to get his food ready he's there if the mat's not there he first doesn't really know quite what to do and then he'll just sit in the spot but it's become a habit when i make food this is where you sit you know or or when i sit on the couch this is where you lay you can lay on the couch next to me maybe it's a dog bed on the floor whatever you know so there's a lot of these good habits that we have already formed now to get rid of bad habits you obviously need to start implementing things that are going to become good habits so like i mentioned instead of the dog jumping maybe you tell your dog to do a sit and that becomes part of whether you're correcting jumping in addition to this or whatever but you're saying hey dog i want you to do this instead of i want you to sit instead of jump on me you're starting to form good habits so then when your dog comes to greet you when you come home the dog comes up and sits as opposed to jumping on you so again in order to get rid of those bad habits you probably should try to replace it with a good habit some sort of good response as opposed to just correcting it and leaving it alone like i'm going to correct you but i'm going to give you uh the appropriate uh, uh solution to it so don't jump on me sit instead right don't play keep away come instead and i'll play fetch with you uh well don't bite me you don't bite me and maybe i'll play with you or something like that you know or don't bite me and i'll continue to pet you that can always be one but you you're putting in these good habits and and, and that becomes awesome, right? Like when your dog really settles into um, when your dog really settles into these habits, they get into a rhythm. You know, hey, when I do this, my dog does that, and it just you you sit into it really well. But here's the problem: when you have to change those habits, that's where things can quickly go south. I'll give you an example, and this leads into my tip the the tip that I'm going to give you guys. So we have dogs here for training and I let the dogs out. Let's say I I let out certain groups together, right? So I've got these three dogs that go out together and they go out together every day, every day, every day, every day. And then I decide after a while to just let out two of them and leave one behind. Now, the two that go out are going to be fine because that's habit, right? They get let out, they go out together. But then I go, I leave that one dog behind and that one dog throws a fit. They throw a fit because they're like, wait a minute, I'm supposed to be out. This is how this works. This is how it's always worked. I am supposed to be out with those dogs right now. This needs to be changed. You need to fix this. And it becomes hard for the dog to understand and it becomes hard for the dog to process what is going on because we've been so rigid with with our schedule, with what we do. And I think that to me is a big mistake. Not in letting the dogs out, not breaking the routine, but keeping the routine so rigid and so strict that any little minor twist to it, the dog goes, I can't do that. Holy crap, that's what? It's like it's like um I get people who, who will work with their dogs only at home, right? They only do training at home. And then when they take their dog out somewhere, the dog struggles. Well, yes, environmental stuff has changed, distractions, all that stuff has changed. But it's also like where, like if you only work in your, if you only work your dog in your living room and your dog is super good and becomes, gets into the habit of listening in the living room, but you don't train anywhere else, 
Well, the dog's going to go somewhere else and be like, this isn't where we do this. This isn't, you're telling me to sit, but I can't sit on my favorite pet, my pad or my bed, or this is, this is a hard floor. I usually am on carpet. So there's a lot of things that we are creating, good habits, bad habits. Now, the advice I have, if you haven't already kind of picked up on this, is be less predictable. I'll call it that. Be less predictable with your dog. So that just means simply change the game up a little bit. It doesn't mean being unfair. It doesn't mean stressing the dog out. It just means, hey, we're going to we're gonna change it. So what I do periodically with the dogs is I have usually a running order of the groups and dogs I let out. But throughout the days or, or day or days, I'll mix it up a little bit. Maybe instead of letting out the group, uh, this group, group A out, I'll let out group B first. Or maybe I'll let out group C first. And group A that usually goes first now goes last. Or sometimes, so we're big into making dogs work for us if they want something. So maybe in order to let them out of their kennel, instead of just having them do a sit wait, I change it and I say, hey, why don't you down for me? Do a down and wait. Or going to their door. So they go to the door, they sit and wait to go outside. Maybe I'm going to have you do a down this time. Maybe I'm going to have you go into the heel position and walk with me a little bit. Then we'll go to the door. I'm, I'm changing the game, but I'm keeping it similar. So I'm telling the dog, you still have to work for me to get something that you want. However, it's not going to always be the same. And the reason I change it is just because you never know when your life is going to change. You never know. Uh, uh, so... So I'll give you an example right now um, that's literally happening happening to us today. Uh, we've had two dogs go home today, and there's still one dog. It's a young dog, but this young dog has been conditioned um, through its home life, I think, too, to being around other dogs. It seems reasonable. I mean, okay, fine. Most There's a lot of dogs who are like this. And the other dog was kenneled right next to her. And when that dog went home today, what ended up happening is she suddenly freaked out. She's like, I've been here for a week and he's always been next to me. He's not next to me. So either he's outside and I want to be out there with him or he's gone. I don't like this. This is change. I don't like this. And it's only been a week, but you can kind of see how it affects the dog is already like, wait a minute, this isn't right. And she's been having a little bit more of a hard time this today with a little more barking, a little more, more uh, complaining and stuff because she is just worked up. She's like, something changed. This isn't our routine. This isn't the habit I'm used to. So we're working her through that. But also you look at the home life, like of the home life of your dogs. If your dogs are always used to being out with other dogs, what happens when you let them out by themselves? They get, they get in such a habit of running outside with their, with their litter, with their litter mates, with their friends, with their, whatever you call them, with the other dogs, they run out there and they're running around and they're playing. Well, when you let them out by themselves, they stand at the door and go, what am I supposed to do out here? Like, I know I'm supposed to go to the bathroom, but typically I chase around dog A or whatever and dog A, uh, dog a isn't out here. What do I do? What do I do? I don't get it. So I think changing your routine slightly. Maybe instead of making your dog sit to go outside, you tell them to down. Maybe you let them out on their own sometimes. Maybe you don't go outside with your dog every time if you can, if you have a fence, whatever. Maybe, you know, you want to get the dog to be more comfortable with inconsistency within the routine. I'm all for, in, for consistency in training. 
meaning when I tell you to sit, you have to sit, and this is what sit means or down means or healing or all that stuff. But when it comes to routine stuff, sometimes I think routines, if you have a dog who has a lot of anxiety, uh, normal anxiety and stuff, maybe sticking to a more rigid routine is going to be healthy for him. But a normal, typical dog, I think changing things up periodically really makes a big difference. And it helps the dog be more willing to just go with the flow. Like, I, I our own dog just kind of goes with stuff. Our schedule changes so much with when he can be out, when he's away, when we leave, when I work with him, all these different things. They change a lot. You know, I will say the only thing I think that that is is uh, pretty well scheduled for him are his meal times. You know, we have our certain times we feed the dogs, and so he's pretty well conditioned into that habit. But otherwise, everything else is kind of fluid, and and we just go with stuff. You know, sometimes he's created in a kennel where he can see us. Other times, he's created where he can't see us. You know, sometimes when I'm home, he's let out and he's just get to hang out with us but other times when we come home we leave him in his kennel for a little bit i don't want him to get in the habit of every time i'm home you get to be out right because that causes its own problems so really even if your dog is doing awesome in the in the routine that you have right now play around with like well what happens if i change it slightly does the dog have a hard time with it or is it something that the dog is okay with if the dog is okay with it cool but if the dog isn't okay with it, then that's telling me you're a little too rigid and you might want to consider just slight variations to what you tell your dog to do because it's going to make them more confident. It's going to make them more comfortable when change happens. And as you know, change happens all the time. So guys, that is going to be it for this week. I really hope it was helpful. Hopefully you guys learned something and hopefully this tip is going to help you guys out. Um, Like I mentioned, if you haven't already, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, We're still small. We're trying to get big, but just, you know, subscribe if you can. Share this with your friends. Share this with your family. Um, And then make sure you, you like this video. The more we get this, the more we can get the word out of all this dog stuff. And I'm just out here trying to educate and help people and make sure that they love and enjoy their dogs as much as I love and enjoy our dogs that we have. So thank you guys for listening. And like always, we'll see you next week.